0: David Anthony Hentz is a classically trained actor and musician from Tucson, Arizona. While there, he worked as a member of the Arizona Repertory Theater and has since performed with numerous New York City companies, including Hamlet's and Dead, where he's also a resident acting company member, Red Monkey Theater Group, The Wandering Theater Project, and more. Outside of acting, David is also an advanced guitarist, specialing in rock, pop, contemporary, and improvisationatory styles. I didn't read my one sheet before I started talking. Improv... Vesatori. he does improv on the guitar and he's dope
1: <laughs> we introduce the series huh.
0: how uh, does this sound how does this sound this is a sound test mark me
1: mark Mar- mark, mark me mark find mark. this microphone apt <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi everyone. My name is David Andrew Laws. Welcome to Dress for the Podcast. You want it's 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 podcast time. That's a good. Maybe that'll be the intro and It's, outro.
1: it's podcast. It's 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 it's, it's podcast. <laughs> I mean, it is. It sure is. Can't go wrong with the truth. <laughs> Welcome to podcast. Welcome. <laughs> with, uh, with podcast, podcast. <laughs> Featuring my guest, podcast. Featuring Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> my
0: co-host today is here. Hello. Oh my goodness.
2: I'm actually here. Hi,
0: Megan. How are you? Oh. Megan is her name. Megan Greener.
2: Yes, I am. I, I am that and I am also ragged. How are you? A are ragged. No. Yes.
0: A ragged co-host. Mm-hmm. What's the matter?
2: Uh, Why are you so tired? This is my first day at home in a really long time.
0: A very long time. And yeah. you're spending it
2: with us. Yes.
0: With two Davids.
2: That's true. That's true. Because oh my, gosh.
0: my guest today is David Anthony Hentz.
1: Hello. What's up, Dave? Thank you for having me, David. Thank no, you for having no, me no, 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 no. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. For being had by us. I have had, and I will come back to have had
0: more in the more, <laughs> more, More. <laughs> Dave has a PBR, Megan has some Riesling, and I have some Guinness. Let's clink them. Oh, no, I clinked against Uh-oh. my
1: microphone.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Podcast, ding. podcast. Ding, uh, ding. To, po- to podcast.
1: Do podcasts. We have to establish early on. Our are, are, who's Dave A and, and yes. who's Dave B? And I. I don't go by Dave, so you don't. So. Go, okay, so David and Dave. Yep, easy yep. peasy. It's so weird when I look at the poster. and It's like David and Drew Laws, David <laughs> and <laughs> the Knee Hens. I'm That's like, funny. we need one more to complete the trifecta.
0: <laughs> I always wanted to meet somebody named. Uh, Drew, so that I could be David and Drew, and it would be really confusing to people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a lot of name-based things that I want, like, Yeah, like The Laws Delay. That's from Hamlet, but I feel yeah. like it would be yes. a, a sex move named after me.
1: Now, how would that go?
0: The Laws Delay, well, that's when you uh, uh, run lines in your head to keep yourself from finishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I, it, but I've never done that.
2: I have questions Wink. that I don't know <laughs> if I should ask through here. Okay.
0: <laughs> do you want to ask later or do you want to ask now? I'm, this is an open vessel. Go for it.
2: Um, is that based on true life?
0: I don't know. I don't think.
1: Okay. I don't know. I'd have to check. I don't know. People get distracted very easily. It, it's like, well, li- lines are the first thing that come up a lot of the time.
0: Well, you're supposed to think about things. That's, yeah. a, that's a very male stereotype thing. You got to think, you go baseball, cold showers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I've never. Lines uh, from
2: Hamlet.
1: Uh, I don't understand what? how the cold shower principle works uh, to this day. Do you, you get turned on by cold showers? I mean, I've never really allowed myself the opportunity. It's invigorating. It is. It is. Like, I can never be one of the polar bears if I tried. Well, not with that. (laughs) Why not? Go down to Coney Island in, like, the dead of December. You've never done a polar bear plunge? No. And Uh. it is weird because, like, I don't really have a bucket list, but I do have kind of like a... It's like a Tuesday it's not like a Tuesdays and Mori list, but like I need to do like at least ten things in my life that shock me out of my like comfort before I before I pass away. Okay. And that is one of them. Hmm. That the polar bear plunge is one. The polar bear plunge, yeah. Hey, David. Hey,
0: that's me.
2: What does Dave do?
0: Well, that's the thing fun thing about season three that you've not been around to know about yet is I've already talked about what Dave does. I've done oh. a whole intro about Dave already. Oh wow! But I record it later. Isabel types me up a one sheet, and I look at it, and then I send <laughs> it to the guest for approval. Uh, but this is like this. This episode is being recorded like a month ahead of time because I'm because season three we're killing it, baby. All right,
2: hey guys, it's been a while. Right. We're killing it. It's been a while for no, me. No,
0: I know it's all right. You're here. I was gonna talk about something
1: alcohol related. Oh, i was
0: gonna tell to. A, I was gonna tell a story that maybe you know. If you know, that I won't tell it.
1: I'm always down for alcohol stories. I've got several to tell. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. And this is when my girlfriend stories. tunes out. She's like, "And I'm out." It's not. A, <laughs> it's not a personal drinking story. It's a. It's an alcohol fact.
0: Okay. Uh, that I learned from Stephen Fry, and so I don't know if it's true, but really? I bet it's true. I didn't learn from him; I learned it from watching. We weren't like, uh uh-huh. We weren't hanging out.
2: He wasn't like giving advice or anything.
0: Dave, uh, David, what should must do? That's, I can't do Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I David, was, why don't why don't just try just Stephen Fry's story? Again. <laughs> and here's my story. Mm. I imagine Stephen Fry is a great owl. Um, yes. Right? Is yeah. It? Totally. Uh, he was telling a story once uh, about the fact that uh, uh, in Russian. Uh, when you want to make something diminutive or make it cute, you add uh, you just add a k, like uh, just anywhere in there. Oh, I do know. You this. know this story, yeah? Right, and so you would be like uh, divka or like mig migke, right? You would just put like a k sound in there to like make it like oh, it's cute, it's a little, ooh, it's,
2: ooh. it's like a term of endearment type of thing. Exactly, like like,
0: like et in French or like archik, arch mm. archik. archik archik or archka archka. Yeah, and so the Russian word for water is voda and vodka is a little, is a little water. Oh
1: wow.
2: It's a cute little, little, water. little water. So I can
1: actually like validate that's like no no no, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm being cute. I'm being cute. I'm being cute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate this. I'm <laughs> this being <laughs> this cute. Massively I'm being cute. cute. Aggressively cute.
2: Vodka,
1: my hmm. little water. This bloody mary is not cute enough. <laughs> <laughs> Make my bloody mary pink. <laughs> um with extra rosé. I'm really
0: glad we're all here today, but I have a question that What's I have up? to start the podcast with.
1: All right, Dave, I am running for president. D- oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I David, realized David David 2020 when I had <laughs> That's a perfect that's a perfect team by the way. I would run with you for sure. <laughs> I would be the Buckingham
0: to your Richard III. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I was realizing when we recorded this, I recorded like 3 episodes in the same day with 3 different women and I always start the podcast by saying I need to ask you a very important question. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine someone being like, what? oh my God, I've always imagined it would happen this way.
1: I don't function under no pressure, so this is like really terrifying for me right now. Well, <laughs> the question is, do you
0: consider yourself a successful person? Yes. Unequivocally. Yes.
1: It's unequivocally, and, I, and it's weird because I've actually been thinking about success for like the last week. Great. And I think that I'm successful in the fact that I haven't run away yet from just, like, just just like New York City from careers from from anything I, I've i kind of like I've planted and it's weird mm. because throughout my life that hasn't always been the case like I've always been very wary of like whether or not like what I'm doing in my life is like the correct choice mm. and there have been like a lot of events in like my time here in New York that have kind of shaken my faith so the fact that I'm still the, the fact that I'm like sitting here right now having a beer with my friends and talking <laughs> about like success and acting, that that, that's kind of like indicative of the fact that like f- four years ago, you could not have told me that that was going to happen in New York City. Really? So that's kind of you yeah.
2: planting your feet and giving your finger to the oncoming storm. I guess, yeah, yeah. the uh-huh. storm,
1: not like not like an industry or like a person or anything, just like the storm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long have you been in New York? I have been in New York since August of 2015. I literally that was uh, four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago, yeah, I got on a plane. And literally, I, I think the other thing about success is like it's the ability to like leap without looking. Mm-hmm. And I've leapt without looking a lot more times than I wish I did. Did you notice my favorite
0: quote uh, is "Go to the edge of the uh, go to the edge of the cliff. Go to the et- God damn it, I'm not drunk. <laughs> go to the edge of your cliff and leap off. Build your wings on the
1: way down. Yeah, ah. and I think that's Ray Bradbury, and I love that quote. It, um, yeah, and it, it it's it's super. It's it's scary. Yeah, it's very unnerving. And there was one moment, and I, I like thinking about this moment, where I was literally only about an hour off the plane, <laughs> and I'm already like, take me back, take me back. Oh, and, no. then, and then it didn't happen. Um, basically, the story was, as soon as I graduated, I bought a plane ticket to London because I was doing a quick uh, 10-day program over there. Ooh. I had made plans to sublet with a friend that it fell through just because it's impossible to try to find an apartment when you're not in the city impossible. Yes. literally looking you know nothing about like the, the biggest thing for me was like i didn't know about anything about like, like guarantors like 40 times or 80 times yeah. that was also new to me i i had like this really naive thing and this is what i wish they had like taught us in college is like mm-hmm. they ask you the specific questions like when do you think you're going to stop acting when are you <gasps> not going to make it they ask you that i shit you not Whoa. in my senior year we had the first Whoa. semester dedicated to um it was kind of like facing the hard facts about the career, yeah. and we had discussions online. And the first question that was asked was, "What, what, at what time are you going to say this is over? Five years, ten years?" That is an interesting question, though. I think pretty
0: pessimistic to come from your uh, school of higher education, but it's an interesting question that yeah. I ask people a lot about. Like, it's a thought that I have about like how long do you work at something, anything really, before mm-hmm. you just go, "Oh my god, this isn't for me," or you just go, "Like, no, I'm going to keep pushing." But for your college to be like, we're preparing you for the realities of the world. And it was, also uh when are you thinking about quitting?
1: Yeah, just avoid just 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 clearing the battlefield a little bit. You know, it's more about cycling through. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna you, stay at the restaurant table forever? You've already tr- you've already eaten. You're not yeah. gonna eat more <laughs> Make room for the next person. They're going, uh, <laughs> if you had to
0: physically fight one of your classmates, who do you think you could kill?
1: <laughs> you know, I wish to this day I actually remembered what I said, because I thought the discussion questions were a lot of bullshit. Oh. It was weird because I respected the fact that the question was being asked. But then having come to New York, I think that there are better questions to the same effect that they could have asked. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. when you do come out here, you are going to fail. You're not gonna f- and let me rephrase that. You're not gonna fail because you didn't try. You're, you're you're gonna go through times of turbulence. What they didn't offer was like some sort of like spiritual mm. and like you know personal survival course. Sure. Like well, how do you yeah. treat yourself during the dark times? Mm. Well, then what else do you do? I think that's such an important thing mm-hmm. for actors and actors
0: in New York City specifically. But like all of the success, like most, not even successful, happy actors that I know. Do something else. They do music, mm-hmm. pointing mm-hmm. at Dave. Yes. They do yoga. They do kendo, right? They do
1: something mm-hmm. else that brings them joy they work They're on they work on corporate games like james exactly. i think that's what, i think that's exactly. one of the coolest things yeah, yeah. when i saw yeah. that in real time i'm like god that's what i wish i could be doing in like downtime and it, it's it looked incredibly fulfilling and i got a little jealous of that i'm not gonna lie because that's you so could do cool that. you could do that for sure man i wish i wish that he would just invite me to all those corporate games because i was screaming up and down with <laughs> stephanie uh um, from hamlet yes just like uh amazed at the fact that our digital horses were beating the shit out of everyone did you play else. horses we did oh, i just did some more voiceover for horses oh did you really yeah
0: we did we got we got some studio time and did a bunch of like bad horse <laughs> commentary where we're like and we realized oh
2: is that why he needed the horse puns he the asked the me before? to come up with a bunch you're of you're ne-
0: never gonna make it? that that sounded like a sheep that did you know, sound like like, <laughs> like, it was like a witch sheep yeah. <laughs> 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 what we would do we found out we kept saying do you know, maybe you can keep an ear out for this? I don't think so, because I think it's just what I did in my commentary persona. We kept saying absolutely, like all the time. <laughs> Someone would be like, <laughs> not like that. Someone <laughs> would be you know, one of us would be like Oh, it's a beautiful day out here on the racetrack. And the other ones will go, absolutely, everyone's really excited to be here. <laughs> and like we just kept we didn't we couldn't Absol- stop. And when they pointed out to so us So it was
2: the two of you, you and James doing it. was it? me and James recording. Oh my god. It oh was
0: great. God. I was the color commentator. My name was uh, uh Corbin Blue Jr. Corbin Blue <laughs> That's my commentator name. Corbin Blue Jr. What was his name? Uh I don't remember, but it was Dirk Thurman. Probably gross, yeah. It's probably it was probably it's <laughs> probably like it was probably like <laughs> ham slam body or something. <laughs>
1: Ham Slam Body here commentating with Gordon Blue Jr. as we overlook the digital races. Wow, this rain is really wet. Look at that brown horse. (laughs) Look at those gray horses. I like colors. I'm betting on horse number four. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter? What did I just say? Are
0: you making (laughs) jokes that are already jokes? No. Oh.
1: Yes. Oh. Famously. All comedy that I do is recycled. <laughs> I have not an original bone in my body.
0: That's not true. Sometimes we tell you to do things and you do them funny and then they're funny.
2: <laughs> you do them funny and then they're, they're funny. funny. And then they're funny. Yeah.
0: You funny. Okay. Dave, you're funny. Oh, thanks, and Dave man. is a brilliant musician. I yes, probably he talked is. about that in the intro, but like, do you, you didn't you didn't agree with me hard enough? Do you like is is music one of the things that has helped you uh persist in New York?
1: Yeah, 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 and, and it's funny because music was one of those things that when I was uh, doing in college was also kind. Of, I don't want to use like the words life preserver, but it definitely was an asset, and it was cool to like continue to try to hone that. Like, um, there there was this improv group that I was involved with in college. Of. They were called the Charles. They still are. They're called the Charles Darwin Experience, and I remember <laughs> audition. Yeah, <laughs> the idea that you have to like evolve or die, and that was really cool. Like they were really on the nose with that. But I auditioned for them no less than like. Five or six times. Really? Yeah. And I never got in. I never got in. And then one fall, they had music auditions, and I just brought my guitar in, and boom, that was it. So that was kind of like my, as the door was closing, I ran really, I ran quick in with the guitar. And you put, yeah, you put your guitar in the door. Yeah. You said. And it, it got used in the improv group. It got used in college. Yeah. And, and it's great. And, and out here, it's definitely been one of those things that's kind of like kept me on the straight and true.
2: Well, he was, uh, uh, you know, back several months ago when we were constantly talking about Hamlet because that's all you and I were steeped in. Oh, Dave man. was in that production, and yeah. he was literally the Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins of our production of Hamlet. What
0: does that mean? He was
2: like the one-man band. He was that guy that like had oh, the five yeah. instruments strapped to him, and he was switching between all of them.
1: He played guitar and ukulele yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the harmonica. harmonica. Oh, that's right. And the cajon. Yeah. And yeah. I was assisted by the lovely Kato Crumbly and Kelly Miles. Yep. Yep. Their voices and were he, was, And he was fantastic. singing along with them and harmonizing. Yeah stomping the ground to get everyone's attention to get between Acts 1 and 2. I'll never forget Kelly Taylor just like running and giving like the okay (laughs) sign and we're stomping as hard as we can during Down by the River and then James appears out of nowhere and he's just giving us like the long like elastic stretch signal and we're just like, do we scream the second verse even louder? Do it again. Hold my hand! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember that at hey. all these all, all these older patrons are just looking like i'm shucking by this production <laughs> this song's so loud i don't know
2: yeah that, I mean. that one night where like kelly oh, was nowhere near the stage manager table and i was what do already we do? Set oh no crazy ophelia was already yeah. set on stage Right. it was some start. it was
1: definitely some gorgeous like uh scene painting like i i loved looking at it it was so it was so very cool mm. yeah we had some music in, uh issues at the end we had we had string fatigue I remember famously during the last week we had strings break on both the ukulele and uh, one of my two guitars. We broke yep. a ukulele yeah. string during the show and, and borrowed a ukulele from an
0: audience member.
2: That our, that our assistant happened? for this podcast. My, my assistant, it. Isabel, really?
0: had, had brought her
1: ukulele. Because she she, like, she
2: uses it as a purse. She
1: carries it around all the time. Was that, yeah. the, was that the bright blue one? There was a bright blue one, wasn't there? That that, the that one's actually one mine. Was That's mine. actually yours. Okay. And that was
2: a backup one, I think. What are the
1: odds? Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It was, was wild. It was a pretty wild day. But she,
2: but she had hers, and during intermission, our stage manager went <laughs> up to her and are we like, hey, can we borrow your ukulele? She's like, sure, let me tune it. And she just did it right there from her audience seat, and then just handed it over. That's incredible. Yeah. Um,
1: it's like losing a dagger and being like, I don't have a dagger. Hopefully, the audience member has a few daggers. <laughs> <moments. laughs> Excuse me. Is there a dagger in the Isn't house? A dagger. They're like, we have a Swiss Army knife. Like, we'll make it work. Time <laughs> is up. We'll something. make it work. Give me, give me, give me.
0: I use that. Um, and so, wait, 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 wait. Uh, actor, singer, musician, comedian, comedian.
1: What's your What's your day job? I am a fulfillment associate for a startup shoe company in Brooklyn. Oh. And I also am part of the great, great tradition of Cater Waiter. Hey, let me both how's how's all that? It's been going. Um I've kind of it's it's interesting to like settle into an actual routine now where I'm working anywhere between thirty to forty hours a week Mm. while still auditioning and trying to find another gig. But it's been interesting. That's been a weird thing because that was not the case for four years. That's only happened within the last like four months and it's a really creeping kind of feeling like i'm not used to that and I'm almost i, I it's weird it, I, I i don't want to i don't want to knock it by saying it's abysmal but i feel Sorry, like what's these the feeling I, I sometimes black out what's what the what's the feeling that's creeping in uh, I don't know if I can paint a picture correctly. You know when you're catering and you're like, it, it's a very bouncy kind of job. You're going from gig to gig. You're not really sure where you're going to land, but it's like you're Mario jumping from mushroom to mushroom. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't be jumping from mushroom to mushroom
0: because you absorb the mushrooms, right? You, you The mushrooms make you There's baker. some harder mushrooms. Oh, you know what? Yeah, there's some harder mushrooms. There are some mushroom platforms. Excuse my ignorance. Yeah,
1: But then it's like, the, the the other day job is kind of like you, you're you not bouncing on mushrooms anymore. You're running across the long path and nothing's happening. Yet. I guess it's more of a sonic metaphor where it's like <laughs> you're running and you're running and you're running. It's like the boss is incoming. The boss is incoming. I can't see it. I'm really scared. And that's kind of what it feels like for me is like now that I'm kind of settled into like a, a 34 hour routine, it gets it, it gets oddly comfortable. And I'm wondering, like, if you want to start upping up to like 40 hours a week and where the benefits set in. And then it's kind of like for me, that's kind of like the end of the question. That we were asking earlier, it's yeah. like, at what point do you settle? And that's eerie. Mm-hmm. It's eerie for me. Because don't, I don't I'm not the kind of, I don't feel like I'm the kind of soul who's really accustomed to that yet. I genuinely can't imagine you like I can't
0: either. working at a job. I
1: can't. Who would hire <laughs> that's me? That's not, <laughs> the CEO of the company literally <laughs> so the first time I met him was like, I've been looking over your resume. It's very nice. And I knew he was so full of shit because I'm like, I know my resume. Come on. <laughs> I've got like two things. One of them is still my high school GPA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you said you don't remember the answer to the question then, like is there an is is there an answer now? What when do you no, quit? No, there
1: there is no answer. And and I I don't know no, if that was like there's something not that not no
0: answer. Does, does that mean your answer
1: is that you won't you mean stop? Yeah. I don't think I I can. And mm. that's really just by by virtue of being like this is one thing that I've been doing for like most of my life throughout camps and high school like you know that whole origin story for like every actor but for me though it's just like i feel like i'm good at a lot of things i feel like if there's one thing that makes me happy and i keep trying to get better at it's this so i can't really stop chasing that yeah so so going back to like the survival thing Mm -hmm. what i wish that my college would have offered was like like how to get through the dark times like i said yeah like how do you how do you like fight that kind of like that creeping feeling how do you stay above it like, how do you take care of yourself? And that could like, be said for you're a actin- lot of college yeah. programs
2: that are missing that. I think some are getting better about it now, especially, like, uh, really prepping for the business of it mm-hmm. and what comes with it. But I think there's a lot of programs that are still missing that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I could teach it sometimes. But then I'm, like, I'm very aware that I couldn't teach that because I'm still, you know, swimming through that myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we have these teachers that are... They they present their careers in front of us as, you know, like ex-Broadway, you know, ex-company like members of other companies. It's like we know that they have expertise, but at some point along the line, they forgot to, like, share what happened during their dark times, mm. which I think is weird because I feel like that's the most, like, human thing is mm-hmm. to be able to say, like, listen, I'm teaching you this really cool technique, but let me tell you some times where I was kind of, like, falling through the cracks and how I was able to stay afloat. That's what I genuinely can, like, glean from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wish that that was offered more. It is interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. what, like... Does it is it because people don't want to show failure? We we present this industry where it's like the idea of failure is already so concrete because when they present statistics it's like one out of a hundred people make it great, the the odds are already against us. So I feel like they have to like present like make it. That's so like yeah. Well, fuck like,
0: that. Well, because and another question I ask on the podcast. Let me ask this and maybe this will, maybe this will I don't know stir something um what's your what's your like apex what's your what's your it's it's always really interesting for me asking those kinds of questions to people who are like yeah i'm successful but like what's your like i i did it i reached my look at me i did it look i did Um. it
1: I think the goal for me changes a lot. I think are you asking me like in the next couple of years or like at the end of like my life? Um actually I have like answers for both.
0: Give me both.
1: Well, in a in a more lighthearted like way, I guess like my apex like at the end of my life is to like come home from a really good show. And then and this is like a really weird fantasy. And it started when I went to Hawaii one year. I went into a pizzeria and the guy had like it's like a new york pizza road, but this guy had even more it was like him with like several actors several rock and roll musicians just like strewn throughout the place wow. so like my goal at the end of was like it's to make it like have met a lot of people take really cool pictures at some point still act but make pizza for everybody and just have yeah. pictures of like everyone i've ever met and be like it's a legacy mm. i think legacy to me is like really important nice and it's not even like a big legacy like i i know people want to go to broadway I'm open to that possibility. I don't know if, like, I want to, like, chase a more regional setting or mm. if I just want to, like, tour. I don't know yet. I think I just want to, like, consistently get paid for my work and feel happy about it and at the end of the day come home and, you know, be with someone who's really supportive. That's mm. kind of, like, the apex. And that's another thing is, like, they don't teach you about, like, what it's like to, like, work or make it with other people. For yeah. sure. Like, in your life. That, yeah. was that that I do not remember that being one of the discussion questions. Is like, what happens, like, if you meet someone... Or like, how does how does that change
2: your your goal? How do you how do you be a human being and do mm-hmm. the work? Is yeah.
0: your is your and we can? I want to use this to transition into right. That's a lot about professional success. Let's talk about personal success. Oh right. Is your girlfriend an actor? No, she's not. Thank you. But we did meet. Oh. <laughs> you lucky bastard. Why do you say that? Hey. Uh, b- okay, you kn- okay. First of all, because there is traditionally a very stereotypical like it is yes. tough for actors to date actors, and that is like, is. that is just that is just the case. And yes. Megan and I are not Megan and I are not competitive with each other, or uh, I mean, career wise, not really with other people. We we try to sort of stay in our own lane a little mm. bit. But it's 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 um, what is difficult about it is a letting one person's success be both person's success, which yeah. I think we have gotten good at doing
2: yes i uh i i think my brain has a long way to go on that
0: i think i think we had some we had an unexpected bump and tell me if i'm wrong and this will be an interesting thing for me to find out i feel like we had an unexpected bump about that with drunk shakespeare that like i was like i'm gonna do a drunk shakespeare and i the the outside sense was my partner being like you're not even trying to be an actor and this thing happened to you and now you have this great gig like Why? Why don't I have that? Was there? Was there an element of that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And so, like, that sucks. And like, doesn't really happen. Like, if I were dating a lawyer or a musician, or like a like a doctor, like whatever, they would be like, "Great, that's the thing you want to do, and you Mm -hmm. get to do it. Congratulations! I'm gonna be over here still doing the
1: thing I want to do." Yeah. Um. And so, there's a level of personal security between you two. Like, you're both secure enough, and like, you know where your career is going. And you are able to share that happiness with each other. Well, and
0: that's the real, th- that's the difference yeah. though, is that I'm not really an actor much anymore, right? I'm doing drunk Shakespeare and that's great, but so much of the other stuff that I do is arts admin and and, okay. and, and all this other stuff. I think if we were both being actors, there would still be that that, that sort of like, really. it's easier to be an actor couple when you're both doing well. And Mm -hmm. it's probably even right. It's probably like easiest to be an actor couple when things are both going well. And then below that is probably it's easier to be an acting couple when things are going poorly for you both. Mm -hmm. But if things are going well for one of you and poorly for the other, it's hard. It's got to be hard. Um, So we don't have that as much anymore. But. I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's that's part of it so your girlfriend's not an actor
1: no she the, the funny thing is we met during one of my uh, performances she was a uh, assistant no stage manager for rhinoceros in a theater company up in the Bronx oh. that's the first that's the first time we met and she does continue to do that like professionally she works for a stage she works as a stage manager for like different dance companies oh, that's cool. including uh, her own that she runs with her mother but she also does uh, admin work for the same school that we met so <laughs> she's <laughs> she's able to like fulfill both uh, an artistic and like an administrative side to her yeah but no she's not an actor mm-hmm. no but the really cool thing about that but is she, she like, gets your world she gets it yeah. that's mm-hmm. the thing and that's the hardest thing it's like she's not so far removed where she can't you know fathom why i'm like away for <laughs> two and a half months. and that was a weird for thing sure. for like, sure that I... was a weird thing I, I did a gig in my hometown of tucson arizona for two and a half months nice and it messed with me because hmm. it's it's a weird it's a weird distance thing yeah and yeah. it's like I, I missed her. Well yeah, and even yeah. even smaller scale than that,
0: like uh uh I don't think I didn't listen to the podcast. I'm gonna talk about them. Uh like I know that Shayna sometimes, James's fiance, like mm-hmm. uh, doesn't not understand, but just like doesn't gel with the fact that like he has to work on the weekends and mm-hmm. has to work on, at nights when he's directing a show. Like she is she is a very nine to five person she works in in early childhood development Mm -hmm. um congratulations on getting your masters if you are listening i'm really proud of you um (laughs) but like that that's been a tough hurdle of of him just being like i i i I gotta i gotta i don't have a normal work schedule i gotta do this thing it's weird
1: it's wacky and it changes you know week to week
2: yeah Um, and he's he's got his nine to five the game development and then goes to rehearsal that's also true that's a lot
0: we're all busy busy boys and girls um but but, be with
1: someone who gets that that's what's important yeah. yeah
0: and you're doing well with her
1: yeah, it's been really fun. How's it's the rest great. of your how's
0: your personal success?
1: Personal success is going pretty good. Um going back to it like I think finding a place, you know, finally putting your name on a lease was a big like mm. morale increase for sure. Yeah. Especially because like I was a professional subletter for like 3 years. Really? Okay. That long. To kind of cap off like what I was saying at the beginning when I got on the flight, when I came uh, here, yeah. what ended up happening was I did an Airbnb. Uh the first time I ever tried an Airbnb and when I booked it, it was an, and I'll never forget this. It was called uh, crash pad for men oh uh, get get ready and there was and I didn't even notice until I like was at the place when I was like looking at the details again right beneath it was like crash pad for women what does this mean now it was in Elmhurst Queens and I got off the plane in LaGuardia and it took me about ten minutes to get there by cab I walk up to the gate and it's so weird this property it's like some sort of diamond in the rough where it's like it's all green grass and like the sun somehow was shining right on this house specifically (laughs) and it was a big beautiful looking you know estate yeah and there was this girl on like some lawn chair reading game of thrones she looks up at me she goes good dog just like she was really (laughs) nice i'm like can i can i talk to the guy who owns the place guy comes out and i go into like the house and it's a little disheveled there's maybe uh, like three rooms they're all filled with bunk beds and it, and I'm it's like, a well, it's a hostel. And, and that was also my first experience with hostel. but it gets better. Cause I had my entire life in three bags and you'll love this. I had like a broken down Fender Stratocaster yeah. in Ooh. my bag, which I was carrying around. It was, yeah, I needed it. Um, I asked him, it's like, Hey, uh, where am I staying? He takes me outside the property. We go down, um, just to the side of it. There's a huge diamond plate door. Huge. Whoa. Yeah. Down like two concrete steps. He opens it, and in this little area that we're doing the podcast recording, was the size of the room, and there were four bunk beds. Okay. Now, I'm now I, I've never four had four bunk beds. Four bunk beds, not
0: two beds making four beds. No, excuse me. Bunk- yes,
1: two bunk beds. Boom, 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 boom.
0: Oh, so two bunk beds.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it was it was very small. Um, and I had three huge bags with me, and you know I, I've never had a panic attack before in my life, and I ask him, "That's cool. Can I have a key?" so I can kind of go out and look at the city just a little bit. And he's like, oh, we don't lock things here. And I just stop dead. I stopped dead. I'm like, what do you mean you don't lock anything? It's like, yeah, we don't have locks on our property at all. You can just kind of come and go as you please. And I'm freaking out for two reasons. One, because like I have my entire life in three bags. Anyone can just come and take it. Or B, I'm just laying in the dead of night looking up at a top bunk, and like someone can either just walk in the door and murder me. And it was absolutely freaky. Dude, and I- They
0: wouldn't murder you immediately they
1: wouldn't know they'd want to have a conversation with me first they want to get to know my life story exactly yeah. oh so they'd want to know
2: what was in the three bags the three bags and I'd be in
1: like, one bag is my music, swiss
0: gold in another <laughs> bag <laughs> is my soul <laughs> and in a third bag is what you've always desired would you try to like turn it Which into a will r- you open <laughs> You try and to stump them. When they open one bag, you open them with a the Stratocaster,
1: them and then I beat them to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It wouldn't even have been fully like built. I would have just had like the neck. I would have just had to use that. That's wouldn't true. even had the body. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but that's when I said, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Did you stay there? N- no. You didn't what say I, at all? No. What I did was I left, and against my better judgment, I left the three bags there temporarily, and I'm walking down Queens Boulevard. I'm literally having, like, a... Charlie Brown Christmas moment like Oh my
2: god. Walking out Queens
1: Boulevard just like looking and it was really picturesque. It's like that scene in a movie where like you see what you want and it's so far away in the distance and New York City was right there. Because where I was at. I was like deep into Queens down Queens Boulevard and I could just see like the skyline of the city and I'm just thinking to myself I'm closer to LaGuardia than I am to New York City. Do I just pack it up? But like you know and this was at a time where you know I had no people out there. I had one person, no, two. I had two people out there, but I hadn't really talked to them much since I've been there. So I ended up, you know, God bless my mom. She's the most supportive person in my life. She's like, no, 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 fuck this. Just get your money back. And like, it, of course, you needed to hear like the voice of reason, where it's like, no, nah, go, go back, go talk to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. got the money back. But what ended up happening was I ended up getting a motel. Not much further away, huh. but my ten day stay turned into a two day stay. That's true. Oh. To put your entire life together, yeah. My time there got cut by eighty percent. What
0: um what happened in the version? Oh my god, my voice keeps breaking tonight. I don't know what's going on. It's the, it's the it's, Guinness. It's man. the Guinness. The Guinness.
1: Oh, the Guinness. Podcast. Podcast is brought to you oh, by Guinness. Oh, god, it's has
0: got me. Got, my Guinness. You <laughs> better not lay a finger on my Guinness.
2: The beer of our lives. <laughs>
0: Um, what happened in the version of your life where you did just go, fuck it, and got back on a plane? Where did you go? What did you do? What are you doing now?
1: Well, are you asking me, like... Wait, are you, are we scenario building where like if I actually had gone back on the yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, in
0: the in the alternate reality where you went, oh right? God. It's such a, like uh. I first of all, I love alternate realities. I love the concept of them. And so like every little thing that we do, picking it up this way versus picking it up this way changes the stuff. And but oh, there are also those like pivotal life moments where it's like I'm going to stay in New York, right? Cuz I did a similar thing when I graduated yeah. college. I had two bags, I got on a bus, I came to New York.
2: It was mm-hmm. like the day after you graduated. I
0: didn't know what I was doing. I stayed no. on a couch for way too long. Um,
2: that's what you do. It's it's such a rite of passage. It doesn't
0: have to be. It doesn't have to be. It's terrifying. But it, when I Megan didn't do that. Well, I,
2: I had a, like... I had a brother who was already living here. Oh really? Yeah. Oh good for you. And so he, and he needed a roommate. So
0: <laughs> so what happened in the version where you were like you know what um, fuck this and you got on the plane and went I back. I guess
1: there's no other way to say it. I guess I just would have gone back to Tucson, Arizona. I would have you know probably found a small apartment. I God I don't I, I don't know. Much that's the scary Tucson? thing. What's up? Much theater in Tucson? There is. And actually, this is really cool. I mean, I've gone back twice to work with one company because they're a great classical company to work with. But the funny thing is, Ah. like, in in the great state of Arizona, I... Will honestly say, I think that Tucson has like the most brimming theater scene. We have a great professional actor training program, the one I came from at the U of A. Mm. You have Arizona Theater Company, you have the Rogue Theater, who I worked with. You have a lot of, you have several indie theaters. The scene is just bustling. Cool, it's Hashtag great. Arizona, good to know. It is, and Phoenix has theater too. Phoenix has also, you know, like Actors Theater and Arizona Theater Company, but Tucson just has like that more, you know, homebody feel. You can get from mm. point A to point B in Tucson in forty minutes. Cool. You can see everything. When my girlfriend came out, I was actually happy to like show her the entirety of the city. I felt like in seven days, nice because it's possible. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's the short answer. As I guess I would have gone back and, you know, tried to do something there. That is the short answer though, because uh, you know, in this scenario right now, I can't even think about what I would have done. Yeah, I can't. I I don't know what day job I would have done. You know, I probably feel you. Yeah, because there's no grand catering scene in Tucson. (laughs) I guess there's waiting scene, but yeah, Yeah. you could have opened a a jewel shop. A Jewel shop, a turquoise shop, a turquoise, a, comp- a competing turquoise shop, <laughs> and watch repair place. You just call it, call
0: it the best turquoise shop.
1: The best, famous Dave's original, famous turquoise, Dave's original <laughs> turquoise. <laughs> uh,
0: I love. <laughs> there is some shop out there, famous, famous
2: Dave's,
1: Dave's original, original turquoise. No, hold we on. don't, wait, don't wait. go to Ray's turquoise, famous man. Famous <laughs> Dave's. Me and Ray original. used to work together. We don't, we don't, we don't vibe well. Tur- oh, we're we actually looking this up. I just want to make sure you can
0: get this for when New York falls. No, when you Google Famous Dave's original turquoise, the first thing you get is Famous Dave's barbecue. Is this your barbecue? It's
1: it could be. Uh, the website that's like it, that's like, like parallel barbecue, that's parallel right? realities like. That's the multiverse. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You've asked this question in another reality, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go back to Tucson and start doing barbecue.
0: Yeah, that's a good split. Well, that's a good split between you and me and all we the alternate famously. things. Right, you can have Dave's barbecue, and obviously you have Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. I have David's Bridle and David's Tea.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. You get, yeah, you do get the tea.
0: Yeah. I think I have a a check cashing place on the Upper West Side. There's like David's check cashing. Uh
1: huh. What else does Dave have? Dave. You know, the reason I wanted to be called Dave was because of Wendy's. Uh, (laughs) Really? Yeah. I don't know. There there was something, yeah, there was. There was something really endearing about like the guy who ran Wendy's and had the square patties. And as a kid, and I think I was probably seven or eight at the time where I just, Basically started calling myself Dave in front of my parents, and I'm sure that pissed them off. <laughs> he was
0: cute. I hope he wasn't a racist. I don't know if that's come out yet. Oh man! I bet he. I don't bet tell me that. <laughs> I bet he wasn't. I bet he wasn't. I bet he wasn't. And
2: I. Where have else am I going to get my frosties,
1: man?
0: Nut, Megan.
2: What? What a thing to say. I have nutmeg. Th- what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you're grounded. <laughs> you go to your room.
2: I'll take no. my nutmeg with me. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> the I, other. I need you during pumpkin spice season. <laughs> right around the corner (laughs) come on it's august you know it's coming soon
0: (laughs) nutmeg is coming soon um it is uh oh there's also so Mm -hmm. professional success personal success and then within that i've been discovering on the podcast is sort of this concept of like interpersonal success okay how's dave's relationship to dave
1: Dave and Dave, um, you know, it, 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 changes on a really? daily basis. You from, it again, does.
0: from an outside perspective, you seem like a very positive person. Dave. Oh yes. man.
2: Very much so. Man, I am a good actor. Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, then the honest truth is, you know, I, I fight myself, you know, every day. Okay. I fight myself every day and it's more about like what I, w- I'm very happy doing acting. It's more about just finding out like other tidbits me that I like doing. Do I, do I like writing more? Do I want to like try to like, r- like, do a guitar piece? Do I want to like animate or illustrate for a living? It's like, and no, it always comes back to acting, but like in terms of like Dave and Dave, Dave likes Dave pretty well. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a better way to like answer that. I, I, I do kind of like work through my own things. Yeah. Yeah. As we all it's
0: do. A, I think it's a, right. And, and I, I try to make nothing off limits or off topic on the podcast, but also like only talk about what you're comfortable with. Um, I think it. the question is, it's a, it's like a, it's like a mental health thing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's saying like, within my career, here's where I am on my journey, within my personal life, here's where I am on my journey, and with my, like, how I deal with myself where I am. Right? It was really funny. Uh, Greg was asking me yesterday about the Harry Potter mobile game, and oh, I, I played that when it first came out, um, and he was asking me if I still played it, and I was like, you know what? I don't anymore. I was playing it, and then I got really depressed and started, like, not finding joy in the things that I usually find joy in, mm-hmm. and... It just like it, like it was like half joke and half. It was probably like a quarter joke and 75% real, but it just sort of like rolled so easily. It wasn't like it wasn't like a, it didn't stop the conversation. And go like, what? David's depressed. And I was like, that's so interesting for me to know. That's where I am on my personal journey that I can talk about it, and that's where that's everyone great. around me is that they can roll with that punch and be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." David was depressed; it stopped playing Harry Potter for a while. <laughs> um, it's
1: really inspiring to like hear that talk about openly because I'm I'm finding out there are more friends that like are coming on saying that and like the way they're handling it with like therapy. I'm like that hear that talked about in an open forum so positively, and I like I I admire that. Do you go therapy? No, I, I don't, but not for <laughs> lack of desire. You wanna, I'll, I'll I'll be your therapist. You'll be, be all right. Let's do it right now. All right, Dave. I'm already on a comfy couch. <laughs> <laughs> I need Archie.
0: He's your support animal. He's, he's <laughs> over here. at the he he's migrated. He's behind the thing. Um, Dave. Yeah. What? Um, how? Uh, uh, what does this ink blot look like? This ink blot? Hmm. Uh,
1: I think it looks like King Ghidorah from Godzilla. Oh no! Oh
0: no! Yeah. What does that mean? What's this ink blot look like?
1: Fran Drescher? Oh, no, 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 no. No,
0: no, 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 no. What if no, you no, had a therapist no. that did that every there? was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the, like the old joke of hearing your barber go, oops. Like having a therapist, like, oh. just be like, <laughs> be like mm.
2: Oh! <laughs> and then they just pick up the next one and they ask what's you. What's the
0: worst sound your therapist could make? <laughs> 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 huh.
2: <laughs> huh
0: is, a, is a, not huh. a great one.
2: How about oh shit?
0: That huh feels like uh huh. looking at your car and you don't quite know what's wrong with it, huh. which is yeah. which is bad. The oh shit is a is a tough one. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think.
0: Whoops. I guess if they say get out, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I think a whoops from a therapist would be bad too, right? A <laughs> <That> therapist <laughs> is like, uh And uh, what did you say to whoops. your
2: mother when she said that to you?
0: Uh Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. <laughs> uh Oh, <laughs> it's when they
1: like. It's when they keep looking at the clock a little too frequently. Like, oh, uh, a big uh, sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A big sign like, um, <sighs> yeah. I think we're gonna call today. Um, everything else sounds
0: great. Or just like, stick with that. <laughs> or just like, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What? I I have always said I would be such a terrible therapist because I would be trying to fix people's problems. Uh, which like on the surface feels like what its therapists are supposed to do. But I feel like someone would come in and be like uh You know, I feel like I should just tell my partner this, and I'm like, well, then tell them, tell your, tell yeah. them, tell your partner, tell them right now. call here, do You want to call him? I'll call him. Beep, boop, boop. Hey, partner, here, Jeff has something to tell you. We <laughs> can't do that. That's a little intrusive. <laughs> I wanted my therapist to come see Hamlet, but he he didn't want to.
1: Really? Is that <laughs> like you want to. what is that is that, is that? is that like how <laughs> professional like therapists work? Like they keep the relationship solely in the office. Are like if you invite a therapist. Are are they allowed to come see the show? I think
0: hmm. therapists are like yeah. butterflies. He chose not to come to the show. I think How there are therapists he? who would and who could. I think he, he said, I want to keep m- my uh, relationship to your to situation. The that, that,
2: to the things that he brings into the room. From me. He okay. wants to only
0: be able to see things from my perspective. And my argument to that was like, what if my perspective is fucked up? Oh, yeah. Like What if I'm like, oh, man... What if I, I mean, what if I did? What if I went into therapy and I was like, Megan shouts every word she ever says, (laughs) and then he met you, and then he came back to therapy and was like,
1: that's not true. Yeah, and that's weird because you know like,
0: that's not true, right? And I was like, no, it is true. She shouts all her words.
1: Like that's a weird line between like private, de- like private detective and therapist because like when you, Ooh, yeah, that's weird. Private that's therapist. Private, private therapist. Therapy
0: detective. Investigative discovery
1: <laughs> therapist version. Yeah, <laughs> and that's weird because like I, I kind of imagine that's kind of like a pilot on Netflix. Yeah, it's like a private eye just goes out and like you have said some crazy things. You said some. You said up some shit. fucked up shit.
2: Hmm. I, I mean i i I'm like you were i I've actually never been in a therapist's office, but it's not for lack of want, yeah, to, for anything. um, but I know i've I know plenty of people who do go to therapy. Uh, I support it. I should go myself. Mm-hmm. I gotta get my ass together and find one. Right. um I had a friend who was going through a pretty she she reached a about a year and a half into her marriage. She reached a pretty big like understanding this, working. this is this is not right this should never have happened um mm-hmm. and it was actually her therapist who was a lot more proactive and yeah. was not the how do you feel about that and how do you feel about this oh, she God. she was actually the one that said okay do you understand the things that you just said to me right now mm-hmm. and the language that you are using mm-hmm. you know like
0: maybe i should get a second therapist i really like hunter but maybe i should get another therapist just to compare them
1: like people get second opinions from doctors. Ooh. At what point do you do that with therapists? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, but like, yeah, w- we gotta start wrapping up, which okay. sucks because I love talking to Dave. Maybe we'll just talk to Dave for the rest of our lives. <laughs> that's um, fine. Dave, do you have any advice about success?
1: Um, Fight for it. You know, fight for it. You know, whenever you feel like you want to leap without looking, just try leaping because what what else are you gonna do? Hmm. I I don't know, th- and, th- and that's weird because. Asking me about like advice and success seems kind of like uh, out of character. I mm-hmm. just want to say, keep at it, keep at it, and um, find find hobbies, man. Yeah. Find, find hobbies. Yeah, for God's mm-hmm. sake, draw. Go go play chess with like the old men in the park. Mm. Make make them your therapists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> challenge yourself. Challenge yourself, and accept that when you know you're doing things that you don't feel like you're technically like born to do. You know, just know that it's all temporary. That's one thing that I used to say to, like, for, like, friends who were kind of going through problems. It's like, you know, all this shit is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. It always gets better. There's one... Oh, God. There there was one thing that I found just before I left for New York, and my sister actually has the original copy. Um, I was looking for a book to read on the plane, and I found Great Gatsby. Mm. Um, I'm going to butcher it, but it was actually a, a quote that I've, I've always kind of kept with me. Um, it was a piece of paper that was typewritten that was just put in this one book. I flipped through the rest of like the, the great Gaspies at the Barnes and Nobles. There was literally just this one little wow. four by five note type in ty- yeah, like typewriter format cool. that was written there. and it said, like every, it is all okay, the good times and the bad for when you reach your final like goal or destination, all things will have made sense, light and happiness surrounding yourself. Hmm. yeah oh, wow. yeah it was really like I wish I could just like text my sister and be like what does that say for I think that's like 90% oh, dope. it is dope yeah and I do keep that with me still it's just like it's there's always a light hmm. yeah and I kind of hope that like that translates into like that translates into actor success yeah mm-hmm. yeah,
0: cool thank you Dave
1: no
2: problem I'm man. gonna
0: do the ending stuff are
2: okay. you ready yeah is you. this new from like Because I haven't nope. been here in a while oh, what's nope. new?
0: it's all the same stuff <laughs> this has been Dressed for the Podcast you want I've been your host David Andrew Laws my co-host this week Megan Greener hey <laughs> Well, goodbye.
2: hey, bay, Hey, babe. Uh, as opposed to hi, bye. It's hey, bay.
0: Very uh, millennial of you. <laughs> I appreciate it. And our guest today has been David Anthony Hens. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. I man. knew it would be a pleasure, <laughs> and then it was a pleasure. Um, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> not Meg. Not, <laughs> not you, not Meg. Nutmeg. Oh,
2: not Meg. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you to Dimly Wit, our uh, podcast network for having us on their podcast network, podcast, podcast. Uh, you can go to dimlywit.com to hear this podcast as well as others like Bad Examples with Jessica Romano and Tracy DeMarco, except flip those names, I think, is how the title is, but who cares? Not me. And all the other great, 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 great podcasts. Uh, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, go to Instagram. We're on all of those things. Thank you to our Patreon donors. Did Archie do a fart? I think so. No, I'm sorry. Well, no. thank you to our Patreon sorry, donors, Laura St. Pierre, Patrick Marin, and Dr. Michelle East. I want to. Um, what's something fun I want to do with my podcast with mm-hmm. my Patreon donors this week? I want to. Um, yeah, today's, draw today's their portraits uh, with your feet. I want to draw my Patreon donors like they are one of my French girls <laughs> with, <laughs> with your feet. With my feet. With your feet. Yeah. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash dress for the podcast to become a donor to this podcast because uh, Megan and I like to eat. And mm-hmm. I think that's everything. I think that's all the dang things. We haven't done a, a, a tagline yet, uh, but the last two episodes, I forgot to ask my guests advice, but now I remembered to, and so we just need a tagline. I'm going to say that this week's tagline is, this has been dressed of the Podcast You Want. It's a podcast. Podcast. Uh, okay. Alan, just <laughs> edit the whole episode out. <laughs>